It is time to check in with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer and get his view from Victoria. Good morning to you. And good morning, Jill. A couple of stories to look at and a good news story and a bad news story, both dealing with health concerns. Yes, the daily briefing with Dr. Henry yesterday was pretty sobering because you know we've been covering how things are going in British Columbia with the COVID-19 outbreak and our numbers are good and the world is seeing all kinds of problems and they've got problems in Washington State and the numbers are going the wrong way and we've been celebrating here in British Columbia and taking some satisfaction in that and, and, and well-deserved. You know, everybody credits British Columbians with efforts and we've been lucky, all the things you can say. Dr. Henry chokes up, however, yesterday because of the other health crisis has been going on in British Columbia now for five years, and it's the overdose crisis. And those numbers are going in the absolute wrong direction. Uh, Worst month ever, month of May, um, April, uh, March, April, May, 400 overdose deaths in three months, 170 in May. Uh, That exceeds the worst month ever. We'd have to go back to 2016. So, Um, uh, Dr. Henry says she couldn't communicate how depressing it was to get those numbers from the coroner, but she did communicate it because, as we said, we heard her choke up in it. Uh, Very depressing. And the the thing I, I thought she managed to explain well was the way one crisis has made the other one worse. So closing the borders... All of the physical distancing, the isolation, and the efforts associated with dealing with COVID-19 have exacerbated the overdose crisis. We've cut off the supply of relatively reliable, relatively safe imported drugs and thrown a lot of users back on the resources of homemade, kitchen-made, back-alley-made Uh, drugs that are very, very dangerous, and also the typical overdose victim. Uh, So it's a young, relatively young male. The the key age group is men between, I think, what, 19 and 50. Um, They're isolating. They're using alone. They are overdosing with no one there to step in and protect them. They don't have remedies they don't have anybody keeping an eye on them and they're dying in record numbers so it it's a tragedy uh and as i say one crisis has made the other one worse it is and we're going to talk we have a couple of guests coming on the show later to talk about this uh, but uh, i'm not surprised by the reaction of dr bonnie henry to this because it does seem like everybody rallying for one rallying against the coronavirus it seems like this has just kind of been forgotten yeah, you know, and and she and Adrian Dix were asked a lot about this. I mean, look, the New Democrats came into office. Uh, they set up a brand new ministry to deal with this. They've set up a lot of programs. We have here, with the assistance of the federal government, created a safe drug supply for people, and and some people are using it, and some, uh, you know, the government's taken extraordinary steps to create. Uh, shelters for the homeless, for street people, uh, moved the, bought hotels and moved them into it. And, and all of that is working, right? It's not that that isn't working. It's just that 
um, the system has to some degree been overwhelmed as well. And, you know, so in that sense, we're, we're on the right track. But uh, in the meantime, um, they've lost a lot of ground. So, uh, yeah. I, but, you know, the other thing was, Dr. Henry, right, is, if, I mean, you think of her as she's the she's in a way the front line of the of managing health crises in British Columbia, and she's a professional and she's a scientist. And to, to hear a, a very human reaction from her was powerful because one of the things that she's said and officials have said, Judy Darcy, our minister for mental health and addiction, has said one of the big problems is stigmatism. Right? These people are stigmatized. They they're ashamed. Uh, they don't uh, have friends or seek out friends and family to uh, keep an eye on them when they're using. And so you're hearing the the provincial health officer show some compassion for them and tell us all that this is part of the problem. We we're celebrating progress on COVID-19 and we kind of go, yeah, yeah, well, those are drug users and yeah, sure, there's overdoses and yeah, yeah, well, we should do more for them, but we're not as engaged on that crisis as she said. It's been going on for five years. Hmm. Yeah, well, we're going to look at those numbers again uh, a bit later in the program. Just uh, before I let you go, I wanted to ask, too, we know that uh, Dr. Henry has approved uh, the NHL plan. We still don't know what's going to happen there. And some tweaking of the restaurant rules. Yeah, the restaurant rules are important because restaurant owners have been saying that one-size-fits-all rules didn't work, and so they've tweaked them. And essentially what this allows restaurant owners to do is to establish the carrying capacity of their restaurant uh, to take more advantage of patios, a lot of restaurants will be able, larger ones will be able to make use of this. It doesn't help the smaller ones much, but uh, that's an important, and it's a sign that the system is flexible, right? And on the NHL one, I just find it fascinating that the way this thing is going to work, apparently, if it happens, is um, <laughs> no, no spectators, no families. The players won't be able to bring their families with them. They'll be restricted in size. So there'll be a small number of players and a few replacement players and trainers and coaches and that. And they'll all be in the same bubble. And the other thing is uh, they'll be tested all the time. And, you know, if the if it gets into one team, it could affect the entire tournament. So this whole thing is supposed to unfold at the end of August and September, I gather, uh, it's not clear that Vancouver will be the NHL hub city, but the Premier John Horgan did say the other day that our numbers on COVID-19 make us an attractive destination for the league. That's what he says. And he may be right about that, that, you know, some of the American cities that are our competition, their numbers are going in the opposite direction. All right. Lots to watch on that front. Vaughn, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, Jill. That's Vaughn Palmer with the Vancouver Sun, his view from Victoria.